Hi, anyone that's listening, it'll probably be no one because this is what I'm going to call my podcast journal. So, hello, podcast journal fans. Um, so, yesterday I received a text from this guy I've been talking to for a really long time, um, like nine months. And he said, hey, can we talk? Or can you talk right now? Something along those lines. And I actually replied, oh, that's scary. Um, Wow, okay. So I FaceTimed him. And honestly, I... I guess it took me by surprise, but I should have expected it a little just after that text. Um, But basically, he told me in the weirdest way. He said, I just wanted to let you know that I think X, whatever, blank name, um, is really cool. And I said, okay... I didn't quite know what he meant about that. He just said, they're really cool. I was like, oh, okay. Like, this girl's my friend. I think she's cool too. And then he said, yeah, I just feel like I needed to let you know. So nothing's weird. And I said, okay, like, why would it be weird? He just said, I just wanted to let you know. So there's nothing uncomfortable and I wanted to clear the air. I said, okay then, all right. He was like, you're not mad. I was like, why would I be mad? There's nothing to be mad about. Um, But then I texted him after we hung up because I was a little confused about the conversation. And the ending result was basically him saying, let's just be friends. It's September 2nd today um, and we started talking slash hooking up whatever um on halloween of last year so wow it's actually been longer than nine months but yeah it's been a while um and that's how it ended i said let me know right now do you have feelings for me and he said i think it's a good idea for us to be friends I said, all right, that's a no. And I was really upset. I was. And it's one day later and somehow I'm kind of content. We were not soulmates. We were not meant to be together. It wasn't destined love. I think there are people that are put into your life for a reason and he was put into my life so I could learn to love someone well yeah I guess to love someone that loves me for me and to love myself while loving someone else And that's a lesson I guess I really needed to learn. So I thank him for that. And 
some point in the near future, I'm gonna have to forgive him because he's an amazing guy. I just went about it the wrong way and we weren't meant to be together. On another note, um, coronavirus season, obviously, um, September 2nd, 2020. And I've been home from college for, what is it, almost, almost six months now. And I found out also yesterday, so it was a double smack on the head, that I won't be going back to school this semester. Absolutely heartbreaking. I mean, I can't imagine staying in my house for much longer, let alone be here until January doing online school. I mean, I know most people probably struggle with the same thing, but it's so hard to focus. It's so hard to be on top of everything when you have your family around you, your entire life. I mean, I'm working a job right now while I'm doing school and I keep thinking to myself, how did I do this in high school? How did I have my mom walking around while I'm doing my homework? How did I have her turn the volume up all the time? How did I have my dog always in my space while I'm trying to work, while I'm trying to be on Zoom? How did I do this? And it's just, it's interesting because I guess we've adapted to to college lifestyle of having our own space, being able to do what we want to do when we want to do it without having to have permission from someone of higher authority. And here we are at home for an extended period of time and for me and probably um, some others <laughs> super long time um, trying to learn and obviously lacking social time with other people our age and it's hard it really is but we gotta know that we're not alone and there are so many other people going through the exact same thing right now. Not only that, we have so much to be thankful for because we have that family. I mean, I have a mom who loves me and cares about me so much. And a father who is currently working um, far away right now. But, you know, I have him in my life. And I'm so thankful for the best phone calls and the best never-ending advice. And I have a brother who's at college making me jealous. And I love him and I miss him. And I have the most amazing puppy. 
who's not a puppy, but I'll call her a puppy forever. So I'm really blessed. I am. And I think that we should use this time that we have at home to continue to realize what we are blessed with and what we are thankful for if you're not religious um, because there's always something in our lives that we can think about and that can be the bright side of things and even though I don't get to see them right now I am also insanely thankful for the most amazing friends I have who give me constant love and support even though maybe through the phone um, I know that their love is eternal as mine is for them so this is my podcast day one um here we are journal podcast it is september 2nd once again and if you listened i don't know why you did but i hope you enjoyed my story and i hope maybe you learned something or you found me fascinating because trust me there's so much more to come thank you for listening and i'm signing off have a great night and i hope to see you next time on the journal podcast Hello and welcome back to Journal Podcast. Hope everyone is doing well and had a great week. Today is day two of Journal Podcast. I also wanted to let everyone know that to protect the identity of the people in my life that I will be sharing stories about, my identity will remain a secret. I hope you guys will keep listening because today is a doozy. A lot to say today. Um, so today I had my normal daily routine. Um, during Corona, what I do is I wake up, I work out, I go to class, and then I go and I nanny for five hours. And I was on my way back from nannying, you know, business as usual, doing what I always do, going my same route. And I drove past my mom's friend's house, um, one of her really close friends. I drove past her house. And it's, you know, two blocks down from mine. And there were police cars everywhere. And... I saw her daughters outside bawling, and I saw all of her friends out there, everyone wearing masks, everyone separated, and then I saw my mom. So I pulled over, and 
said, what's going on? What happened? What's, what's going on? She started bawling and then proceeded to tell me that her friend had died last night. She overdosed. They're not sure if it was on purpose or if it was accidental. She mixed alcohol and some sleeping medication and she overdosed. And her poor children found her lying there. Tried to give her CPR. And she was already gone. It's hard, it's hard to talk about, you know, it just happened, it's fresh. It was really, really hard to hear, especially from my mother who loves this woman dearly and I've, I've known her almost all my life. But it hurt so bad that she left behind five amazing kids. Death is a weird thing, you know, no one knows what to do when someone dies. What do you do? What do you say? How are you supposed to feel? There's no right answer. No one reacts the same way. Some people cry. Some people decide to celebrate the life of the person. Some people are quiet. They don't do anything, they don't say anything. Everyone reacts in a different way. And everyone responds in a different way. Some people say, I'm so sorry for your loss. Some people that believe in an afterlife say, I know they're here with you right now and they're always watching over you. Others call it a terrible tragedy. It's all based on perspective. But how are you supposed to feel? That one always gets me. always gets me. I'm a very emotional person, as are many other people. But I always tell myself, no Zoe, you're not allowed to be sad. Think about this other person that was closer to them. They can be sad. You're not allowed to be sad. I'm allowed to feel however I need to to get through it. As are all of you when you're going through something. Your feelings are valid your feelings are just. And there is never 
a wrong way to feel. I say this because I have experienced this so many times. Never tell yourself you're not allowed to feel. Never. Yes, someone may have it worse. But that doesn't make your feelings less valid, less okay, less just. Express yourself and your opinion. And it may help you get through hard times. I'm just learning this after 20 years of life and so many unfortunate losses in my life. I'm 20 years old. And this amazing woman in my life will be my 21st funeral in 20 years of life. Can you imagine the loss, the hurt, pain? Unfortunately, I can. And I'm here to say that it does get better. It really does. Just be yourself. And never hold back how you feel. Thank you guys for listening again. Day two. Signing out. Tune back in to Journal Podcast next time. Thank you for listening and have a great rest of your day. Hello and welcome back to Journal Podcast. This is episode three. Once again, um, I will remain anonymous for the sake of those that I speak about on this podcast. So today I am currently driving um, to visit one of my friends at college because like I said in one of the previous episodes, um, I believe episode one, I unfortunately can't go back to college this year um, due to the coronavirus. So I'm taking my weekend to go visit a friend at school, and I'm really, really excited to get there. On my drive, I have been listening to some of my favorite artists. Um, That includes, but is not limited to, Taylor Swift um, and several other country artists that honestly, it just makes me happier when... I sing along to the radio and listen to them. I think this is something really important to recognize because a lot of people can be embarrassed about their musical tastes or anything in general that makes them happy. 
Uh, for example, people can call this like a guilty pleasure, something that makes them happy but they might be embarrassed about. And I think it's really important to recognize that you're happier when you're doing this or when you're listening to this or you just feel better in general when you're thinking about something. And there's no need to be ashamed of that because we have to do whatever we need to do to make ourselves feel better, to make ourselves who we are. There's no need to be ashamed of how you feel and what you need to do to feel good. That's something that I've kind of embraced the past couple of years. Um, And even sometimes when I talk about something that I love, before I say it, I know, or I, I think in my head, this is you, this is how you are, but I feel as though people are gonna judge me for what I like and what makes me happy. And I still have to tell myself, for example, before when someone asks what kind of music I listen to, since we're talking about this musical topic, sometimes before I say that Taylor Swift is my favorite artist, I think in my head, oh, this guy's really cute. Do I really want to tell him Taylor Swift's my favorite artist? He's going to judge me. Or if I'm trying to make a new friend, I think, they don't like Taylor Swift. Are are they still going to be friends with me if they find out I like Taylor Swift? I feel like that's not something that should be the first thing to pop into my head. If I want to keep a positive mindset and feel good about myself, then I should feel good about my likes and dislikes and my interests before I can feel good about myself. So next time you want to talk about something that may not be something that everyone else likes, but it's something you like, um, or as some people call them, like, what's the word for it? Um, hot takes, I guess or um, unpopular opinions, you know what, go for it. Because your likes and dislikes and your interest and fun things that you like to do in general, all of that, all of that makes you who you are. So we need to try to not be ashamed we are and be more passionate about ourselves and I feel like at least for me and hopefully for some others that might be one of the first steps to loving ourselves first going back to a topic I brought up in episode one This is a common theme in relationships where people can't love someone else 
because they haven't quite loved themselves yet. Not to be cliche. But I was in that boat, and I know several others that are in that boat too. And it's true. How, how could you love an entire human being for all of their flaws and all of their excellences and every little piece of them if you don't even love yourself for your own flaws? It just, it doesn't add up. It doesn't make any sense. The most important person in your life is yourself. Another thing people have issues with, and this is one of the biggest things I'm trying to work on in my life, is being a little bit more selfish. You can't always put other people first. If you continue to put everyone else first in your life, there's no room for yourself. If you keep watering the garden and not watering yourself, the garden will grow, but the gardener will never get to eat the plants because she's not growing herself or himself. That's really important. And it's definitely something I need to work on because sometimes being overly selfless chips away at you. I always have wanted to be known as a loving person, a caretaker. But when you're always the caretaker, Sometimes you're never the one getting taken care of. So think about that next time you're reaching out to help somebody else time after time after time. And maybe you're not getting anything in return. Just to recap, today we talked about being confident in ourselves and what we like and being able to share that with others without feeling ashamed of ourselves. We talked about putting ourselves first in relationships in general in romantic relationships as well as friendships and knowing that we have to love ourselves before we are able to let anyone else in and to love them as well thank you for tuning in to journal podcast this was episode three and i hope to see you next time on journal podcast Have a great day.
Hello, and welcome to another episode of Journal Podcast. This is episode four, and we are so happy to have you back. Today's going to be a quick episode because I just have one life lesson that I actually am going to start telling myself. Um, I'm actually sitting here in the bathtub, which is where I do my best thinking, and I remembered that a couple days ago, someone asked me, what do you think heaven looks like? And I'm a woman of faith, and some of you may not be, and that's okay. But basically, imagine your ideal world. So when they asked me this question, I replied with, it's a place where I can eat all of my favorite things, all of the junk food that I want, and I'll never get fat. I can take all the baths I want and not have to worry about the stress when I'm in the bathtub, everything that I'm missing out in the world, all the stuff that I should be doing when I'm just taking my time to relax by myself. It's a space where I think dogs are everywhere and I get to get to pet the dogs that I love, all of them, and I get to hang out with my friends whenever I want and I feel kind of stress-free. I'm sure there are other things that I'm forgetting that um, I think heaven would be like, but my point with describing my ideal heaven and honestly how how I do picture the afterlife is next time you're thinking about how you could kind of advance yourself, advance your life and try to find more happiness Think about what your ideal heaven or your ideal afterlife or your ideal world is like and embrace that. For example, one of mine was eat whatever I want and, and not feel bad about it not and not get heavy. Well, I shouldn't have to take a bite of chocolate cake and be worried about what the scale's gonna say the next day. That's not how you should live your life. That's one example. Another thing, what I said about, you know, taking a bath, for example. Um, right now I'm currently in the bathtub, again, where I do my best thinking, and one of the places that I'm the happiest. So while I'm relaxing and taking this part of my day to relax and um, kind of go over my thoughts and just kind of be at peace and have clarity with my life, I should not have to be stressed about things like school or what I have to do tomorrow or I have to go clean my room, I have all these chores. 
I should take those moments and be with myself and try as best as I can. To, to put stress aside in moments where I need to be with myself. If you're religious, another way I look at it is, you know, taking these moments out of your day to be at peace with God. This is something that I'm going to try to do a little bit better in my life because too many things in my life, I tell myself I'm being selfish for taking care of myself. Self-care should never be selfish. Self-care is important and necessary. That's all I have for you today. I just wanted everyone to remember your ideal world can be your world. Thank you for listening to Journal Podcast, and I hope to see you next time. This was episode four. Have a great night. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Journal Podcast. I This is episode five. I am currently actually on a walk with my dog. I have been cooped up for the past, what, three days? Because I am concerned I have COVID, but I am wearing multiple masks. And it is about 10 o'clock at night, so no one should be out. Um, And I will make sure to keep my distance at least 20 feet from anyone I see. But it feels really nice to get outside. I've been sitting around um, pretty much doing nothing, watching TV, eating way too much. And I've had so much else to do. I've been super unproductive. I've had a lot of work that I could be doing, um, that I could be getting done instead of saving it for later. But I haven't been doing it. And I've had some severe procrastination, which I guess is fine. But if I would get stuff done, it would make it a lot easier for me in the future. So I kind of just wanted to talk about procrastination. I think it's important to recognize when you're procrastinating and why you're doing it. So I know for me right now, maybe I have a little bit of an excuse, but I hate to make excuses for myself. I mean, I feel like crap all the time. And I'm seriously, I'm so fatigued. I'm out of breath right now from walking a half a block. But 
I think that's the first step to anything um, is recognizing what you're doing and why it's happening. And then maybe set a time limit. So what I've been trying to do is say, all right, Zoe, you're procrastinating. I'm gonna give you X amount of time to continue to procrastinate. Then you have to start your work. And then the same thing continues on. I might say, all right, let me work for triple the amount of time I do something else. And then I go back to doing whatever it is that I felt like I wanted to do rather than doing what was productive for me. I think that's something that a lot of people need to work on, especially myself, is priorities um, and being productive, which is especially hard for people um, with any mental health issues um, that might be more down on themselves or just frequently in the I don't want to do anything mood, which is completely understandable and acceptable because you're struggling with a serious illness. But making small goals for yourself to achieve is a really great way to make yourself feel better about yourself and kind of push yourself to to get things done, I guess I would say. And it's also a really nice feeling when you achieve your small goals. So if I say, I'm going to at least get a topic for my paper done tonight. Then when I do that small little thing of getting my topic done for my paper, I feel so much better that I actually did something and I met my one small goal even though it's such a little thing to do, to think of a topic for a paper, it feels like you've achieved something because I set that goal and I got it done. These are just a couple suggestions for anyone listening and also for myself. I think something I haven't really said about this podcast is This is something I'm doing for me. I know there probably isn't really anyone listening, but this is what I'm going to do to talk myself through life and talk myself through what I need to do to be a better person and to kind of figure out my way through life. So if anything I say helps you, I'm really happy about that because if I can help anyone through helping myself, that would just be a bonus. Thank you for listening to episode five and I hope to see you back on Journal Podcast. Hope you have a great night.
Hello, and welcome back to Journal Podcast. This is episode six. So, I know I talked about in a couple of the past episodes, mostly in the first episode, um, about kind of this relationship I had with a guy. Um, We haven't talked since then, so we haven't talked in about three weeks um but you know talking through everything and being at home and not at college with all of my friends and kind of having a lot of time to myself to think and to process um has been really interesting for me good and bad in many ways but in this specific case I've been able to take a lot of positives out of whatever the heck our relationship was Um, but something about myself is when I was in high school I was always really afraid I think afraid of myself, Um, maybe just not confident, but scared um, of guys in a weird way. Um, I loved guys. I had so many guy friends. Like I loved hanging out with guys and I loved talking about guys, thinking about guys. But when it came down to anything more, I didn't I didn't want any of it. I didn't want it. I would say I would and then it would come into the situation and I'd run so quick. Um my first boyfriend uh we never kissed and it was my senior year of high school. And after a long time he tried to kiss me and I hugged him. And I told him I couldn't do it, and I ran away. And that was, again, that was my senior year of high school. I was almost 18 years old. And I don't know where that stems from. Sometimes I think maybe I kind of have it ingrained in my head. I've been raised Catholic. But I haven't been raised specifically um, to think that I need to be an angel all the time or that I need to be, um, save my virginity until I'm married. But I kind of told myself that. I kind of convinced myself. Not that no one is good enough for me. But that almost I wasn't good enough for anyone, Um, I guess, until I found the one that thought I was forever. Um, I guess that's really hard to think about, but it's true. And then now, thinking about 
my, God, it was almost nine month relationship, whatever the heck it was. Um, I guess we call it a thing nowadays with this guy. I can't help but to thank him for the most insane confidence booster. He helped me feel comfortable in my own skin, but most importantly, comfortable around somebody else. Um, and kind of made it easier for me to open up and let let stuff happen, let stuff flow. You know, be with someone. And my views haven't changed completely. Yes, I am still saving myself for marriage. I think now I'm saving myself for marriage like I said because I want my husband to have all of me he is the only person that deserves all of me because I'm awesome and I guess when you finally realize that, it feels pretty dang good. So I, I texted him. I had to reach out and I had to say, you know, thank you. Thank you so much. Because all I could ever ask for was to feel safe and comfortable. I don't want to be scared anymore. I just want to be happy. And I want to share my happiness with someone. And I feel like hopefully he's opened up the opportunity for me to do that. To be able to make myself happy. Because like I've said, your own happiness is the most important thing in the world. So for that, I thank him a lot. Because he's amazing. And he's amazing for that. Obviously, how we ended things, not particularly great. But I can't think of enough for that. And... I can also thank this insane pandemic situation that has me stuck at home for that one thing. Time to think, some space, and really, really great reflection. And that is what you guys are here for. Thank you so much for listening to 
another journal podcast. This was episode six, and I hope you guys come back again. And hopefully maybe you learned something or you liked listening to my story. Love yourself. And thanks again for listening to journal podcast. Have a great night.